Hey there, before we jump into today's episode, I want to make sure that you know about three pretty cool changes I've made to my two signature e-courses, Marriage Methods for Women in Difficult Marriages and Heartbreak to Hope for Women Who Are Separated or Divorced. Change number one, you can now pay whatever you can afford for either of these courses. I don't want money to get in the way of your healing. Change number two, you can now decide between receiving the content weekly for 12 weeks or in a guidebook PDF upon purchase. And change number three, if you have a friend or family member in your life who is in a difficult marriage or going through a divorce, you can now give either of these courses as a gift. See, I told you these were cool changes. Check the links in the show notes to order today. Sweet girls, welcome back to the All That to Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that we have a God who loves us and created us in mysterious ways and wants to heal us and gives us tools to bring transformation into our lives. Today, I'm going to share a bit of my story regarding anxiety. I've written about this before, but it's been shifting in recent months, and I wanted to address it again because I know that I'm not the only one who struggles with this. Okay, a little bit of background. I was a scared little girl who grew into be a scared teenager who grew up to be a scared young woman who has continued to struggle with anxiety all the way into her early 50s, even with Jesus by my side and dwelling within me for the past 36 years. I've always been a melancholy kind of girl. I've had a few seasons of depression in my life. I had some circumstantial anxiety at the height of my marriage dissolving. And I've always been a shy introvert who'd rather sit on my couch than go out in public, who doesn't like parties or huge social gatherings. However, a few months before the pandemic, I had something happen that was new for me. I was on my way to a small gathering of people who I care about. And on that particular day, in sort of preparation for what I knew was going to take like an emotional toll on me. I had taken a nap. I had done some yoga. I had taken Calm's Forte. I had a cup of chamomile tea. I prayed for energy and peace. There were no crises imploding in our lives at the moment. In other words, I was as prepared as I could be to walk into the setting. And there was nothing circumstantially wrong in my little world. And yet, In the car, on the way there, I felt sick to my stomach. I wanted to cry. I wanted to turn the car around and go back home. I wanted to crawl into bed and sleep until the next day. I didn't want to go to the thing I was supposed to go to. And here's the thing. It was for no apparent reason other than my body was telling me there was something to be scared about when there was not. So since we needed to go, We stayed in the car. We kept driving. I took some deep breaths. I told my husband what I was feeling. I asked Jesus to help me. I asked him to calm me. I asked him to give me courage to do something I wouldn't normally need courage for. And then I went and did the thing and it was okay. And I was okay. 
but I noticed over the past several years, I've been feeling this more lately for things that shouldn't quote unquote, shouldn't be emotionally challenging for me to do. Like before I'm supposed to leave for a speaking engagement, I've been speaking for like 25 years now and I love doing it. Like before I walk in to get a haircut, I've been getting haircuts all my life and they're no big deal. Like before I'm supposed to get together with someone I love, I've been getting together with people I love for as long as I've been a human and I love the people that I love. Like when a text or a call comes through on my cell phone or on my husband's cell phone from a few certain people, in other words, on regular life things that aren't scary, that I've done a gazillion times before, I'm starting to feel that feeling. So here's what I've been trying. First of all, I've been trying to bring even more peace into my daily life. Um, So things like, well, some of these I've been doing for as long as I can remember, but praying, journaling every day. um, Like I said, taking Calm's Forte, uh, working on meditating a little bit more, either on the name of Jesus or deep breathing or a phrase of scripture. I use the pause app. I take magnesium every evening. I drink chamomile or ginger tea. I will take a walk. I'll do yoga. So these are, I do a lot of things to take care of myself. And then here are some things that I do when I'm actually having an anxiety episode, which for me, um, what it typically feels like is butterflies in my stomach, bordering on a stomach ache, maybe feeling my heart race a little bit, um, maybe feeling like I want to cry, or maybe the, um, if you're not familiar, I'm sure almost everyone of you has probably heard of the fight or flight response, but there's also a fawn response, which is actually kind of like where you shut down a little bit and that's where I can tend to go. Okay. And then I also have a new symptom that's been the past several months, but anyway, So here's some things that when I start to feel these things, some things I do in the moment, and you can try any of these if this is something that you struggle with. Um, Okay, so I will try doing a um, grounding with the five senses. So this is where you're either walking or you're sitting and you're looking around your surroundings and out loud if you can, um, list five things you can see four things you can hear, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. Now there is no magic in doing that. It simply brings you back to your body and to the present moment and to your surroundings. Another thing is box breathing. This is where you inhale for four or five counts. You hold for four or five, you exhale for four or five, you hold for four or five, you repeat. That's supposed to um, sort of uh, like send a signal to your nervous system that you are safe because when you're not safe, when we're not safe, we tend to breathe more quickly. And so you regulating your breathing can kind of like let you, can signal your nervous system, oh, she's okay. So that that can help a little bit. Um, I will actually in the moment acknowledge, okay, I'm feeling off. I am feeling that feeling again. Um, I might say something like, 
it makes sense that I'm feeling what I'm feeling because you're about to such and such, or, you know what? It's okay that I'm feeling this feeling, but I'll also say something like, but you know what? I'm okay. Right now I'm okay. Right now I'm safe. I might also try to reframe what I'm experiencing, saying something like, your body is this excited because you care so much about the people you're about to see. Um, a very new thing um, that a friend recommended is havening. This is where you rub your hands gently and slowly together, or um, where you take your hands and you kind of place them at the tops of your shoulders, crisscross, like you're you know giving yourself a hug. But then you move your hands very slowly up and down your arms. I'm literally doing this as if I'm demonstrating on a video. I just realized um, you cannot see me havening, um, but you can actually Google havening if you if that did not make sense how I just explained it. Um, you can also Google grounding with the five sentence uh, senses. You can Google box breathing, all of it. I'm sure. But my point is that girls, I'm doing all the things. Um, so after a few minutes, I will get back up and I will muster up the courage and I will push through and I will go back to my life. Um, because here's the thing. I've never once, not yet in all of my years of experiencing this kind of anxiety, not once have I canceled something or didn't do something because of that feeling. I still always do the thing I'm scared of, which I'm grateful for. I made a promise to myself years ago that no matter what I found myself becoming anxious about, I would not stop doing those things if they were important to me. And I've kept that promise. Okay. But with all that said, it's been getting worse. Okay. Maybe not worse, but several months ago, I started having a new physical symptom that only happened during really specific situations. And I couldn't explain it any other way then my nervous system was being activated. In other words, that I was feeling anxiety. And I really did not like this new symptom. Um, so I decided to take things up a notch and I began EMDR. In case you've never heard of it, EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. So at the time of this episode, I've had four sessions of EMDR and I can say that it has been helping me very very much. So if you don't know what it is, I'm going to be really explaining this in layman's terms here. So a trained therapist uses either a light bar or some kind of hand movements in front of your eyes. Again, I realize I'm actually, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like doing it as if you can see me. Sorry about that. Um, but you can also probably Google, you know, what does EMDR look like? Um, or you can tap on certain parts of your body um, while you're being guided through certain thoughts or memories. I have to admit, I was a bit skeptical at first. Um, about 12, 13, 14 years ago, I did like one session of EMDR and then something huge in my life circumstantially shifted and I never got back to it. Um, so I have no idea if what I was doing back then, you know, would have helped me. Um, but I decided it was time to try something different. Um, and 
So yes, like I was saying, I was a bit skeptical because how in the world does looking at a light that is going back and forth and then talking about a memory or what I'm thinking or feeling about the memory, how does that fix anything? First of all, I kind of don't know, but again, it has been helping me. Um, so here's what I do know. God is amazing and he created our brains and our bodies in utterly amazing and mysterious ways. And our amazing God is intelligent and healing and creative, and he loves us so much and he wants to heal us. So to me, there's the foundation for why EMDR might work. A very simplistic way to explain all of this. I mean, this is going to be so simple. And I literally prayed that how I'm about to say this will be accurate. I'm sure there are many ways to explain it, but here we go. If you can kind of picture your brain being filled with like file folders and each file folder is like filled with memories and experiences and feelings about each of those. And it's like, there's like billions of file folders in our amazing brains. And when something new like comes into our life or we see it or we experience it, our brain like looks at it and tries to find a folder to put it in. Oh, that feels like when she went through this, when she was eight. So I'll attach these two together, even if one experience was like in your childhood and was traumatic and was filled with false narratives and one experience is now and doesn't fully match. And that's what I've been really realizing has happened to me um, in a few key areas. Yeah. Okay. Why am I telling you this? Number one, if you are a praying kind of person, I would love it if you would pray for my experience um, with anxiety to be set free of it. Um, and two, here's the main reason, because if you struggle with anxiety or depression, First and foremost, I want to make sure that you know that you are not alone. And I really want you to know it's not because you're not doing enough or you're not spiritual enough or you're not praying enough. And I also really, really, really want you to know that there are so many tangible ways that God has provided in this world for us to find the help and support that we need. Okay, so I want to pray over each one of you. Um, specifically those of you who struggle with anxiety or depression. Heavenly Father, first of all, I thank you for each one of the precious women who are listening right now. I ask that you will pour out a sweet blessing over her life today. And if she is um, living with, battling, struggling, whatever word seems to fit, anxiety or depression, please help her know that she's not alone. Please help her know that there is help. Please provide support for her. Please make it clear that there are steps that she can take and that there is help and hope available. And I literally do outright ask that you will heal each one of us struggling with anxiety or depression, that you will heal our hearts, our minds, our bodies, that you will heal the trauma that we've experienced in our childhoods, maybe in a marriage, 
maybe something that's going on right now, Lord. I pray that you will protect each one of us from current pain and that you will heal past and current pain. I pray that you will bring tangible support into each one of these women's lives and that you will restore her hope and her peace and even her joy. God, you are faithful. You are good. You are the great physician. You are our shepherd. You are our healer. And so I ask for that healing over each one of us. In your precious and powerful name, we pray. Amen. Okay, girls, I'm going to post a link in the show notes for where you can find a counselor, for where you can find a therapist that specializes in EMDR, if you think um, that might be something you want to pursue. I will post links to recovery groups like Al-Anon and Divorce Care. And if anxiety or depression um, you know, are really not what you're struggling with right now, but maybe you're in like a relational crisis, you're walking through a transition, uh, you feel stuck. And if you think that you could use some outside prayer and support to walk you through, I'm going to also post a link to my coaching survey. And as always, it would be such a huge help and blessing to me and this podcast if you would consider doing one or more of the following. You could share this episode. You can rate it. I think it's an easy thing to rate. You just like click on some of the stars. Um, you can write a review. You can subscribe to it so that it pops up in your you know, episodes every time. You can even financially support it. And I just want to say a huge thank you to each one of you who listens, who has rated it, reviewed it, subscribed to it, shared it, financially supported all that to say. I can't tell you how much it means to me. It means so much. So sweet ones, all that to say. In the midst of your journey with anxiety or depression, or if you're walking through a crisis or transition or wherever you might find yourself in your life right now, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so much healing over each one of you and so, so much love.